Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the Extraordinary Word Ninja, your host. And today I've got such a special guest. Um, These episodes in September and going into October, I wanted to bring back some of my favorite guests that were on in 2019 and 2020. So Tavetta Patterson has agreed to come back and share with us today. And the exciting news is she has published a book. So we're going to have an amazing conversation. So welcome back to the show, Tavetta. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. (laughs) So tell us what's been going on since uh, we talked, which was like March of last year. So COVID was just kind of beginning. I don't even, I'm not even sure if it had quite happened when we filmed the, the last one or recorded the last episode. You are correct. All was calm in the world. We had tremendous plans. We thought we knew what would happen next. And then the pandemic happened. And everything was changed. It was a whirlwind of a year. It was so many changes back to back. And so rapidly, the speed of information was rapid. The speed of change was rapid. But I took the year to get really crystal clear and focused inwardly. So did did COVID like hit you hard? Did it really change how you did things? Like, were you one of these people, you know, you were doing all this stuff and now all of a sudden you're home all the time. So what was that kind of like for you? So it was multiple things and multiple levels. As far as writing, it was a time of clarity because I could write all day, every day. And so the opportunity to be still that extended amount of time allowed me to get 10 books completed. Personally, it was a lot of mental shifts because, okay, we're used to change, but not at such a rapid rate. And so I started a new mantra with myself. Instead of bracing for change, that I would embrace change. And so I began to intentionally embrace change no matter how fast it came I said okay I'm gonna get through this and so that was the mental shift that I had to take and then in terms of what I was doing in partnership with the corporations and the colleges that I was working with everything was pretty much halted because in Indiana we had shelter in place orders and so 
it was halted for a while. And then around May, I was able to start back doing courses, um, of course, on a limited basis. But I was able to interact with people via Zoom because I had the equipment at home. And so I was the instructor that was able to teach people how to utilize Zoom, how to have events on Zoom, meetings, courses, and transitioning online. So I was able to help people navigate that space because I had the equipment in place already. Nice, nice. So I really want to hear about this clarity that you got. And uh, we're going to be talking about your book, No Period. I love that. (laughs) But first, I want you to share a little bit about clarity, because I think in the last, you know, 18 months since COVID hit, there has been so much change and so much going on. And for me, it it did become a time of clarity and there was a lot of things that kind of changed. But I think for a lot of people, they got so muddied down in the constant change that the lessons, the wonderful lessons kind of got lost. So can you talk for a little bit about clarity and, and teach people about that? You know, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship, because our audience is predominantly entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers and coaches. So in terms of clarity, what I mean by that is that it was a lot of chaos at the very beginning. It was a lot of scrambling. It was a lot of people unsure of what would happen next. And when I say clarity, I got clear about who was essential, what was essential, what was the purpose in our business What was the purpose of existing as a business? What was the purpose of being a speaker? What was the purpose of being a writer? What was the purpose of helping people navigate through what we were going through? And so books became more so for me, solution. Mm -hmm. So when I say clarity, I was clear about my why. Why did I exist? Write, speak, provide services because it was a lot of chaos and a lot of darkness and so for me my why became I was to be the light in the darkness I was to be the calm in the chaos I was to be the person leading a purpose-driven life as people were pivoting in multiple different directions all at the same time. And so when I use the word clarity, I mean, it provided me the most clarity I've ever had in a very long time in that even our nation was saying, this person is essential in my state. We had to drive around, well, I, not everyone, but I drove around with a letter Because even our roads, some people were not allowed to travel outside of their homes. And so I had a letter that said I was essential and this is why I was on the road. And so that level of clarity, it made me cut away everything that was not necessary. Yeah. And I was just really, really clear about my purpose to be like and to be calm in chaos. And so I hope that everyone would take this time and utilize it to be really, really, really clear about why you're doing what you're doing, why you exist, and what your power is in this pandemic. Like the lockdown should not have locked down creativity. The lockdown should not have locked down a renewed mindset. 
Yep. And so that was the stance that I took. I didn't want it to lock down my creativity or my clarity. I hope I answered your question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to get you to speak a little bit more, but um, my husband was in the same situation. He worked throughout. He was never off. And uh, he did carry a letter with him, you know, in case he got pulled over by the police to say that he was allowed to be on the roads, that, you know, he was he was going to work. It was considered essential. So so how can people find clarity? So you've you've really um, centered in on that in your life. But can you give some hints and some tips for our audience? Maybe they're struggling to get clarity and maybe you can help them find some. Absolutely. So I would start with the basic questions of why do I exist? Oh, that's a deep one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. In this place and at this time, what is the purpose of the gifts and the talents that I was born with? And how can I use those gifts and talents to be light? in the world where a lot of darkness exists? Those are three questions that I answer and I assess on a regular basis. That is awesome. So now I'm excited because we get to talk about your book. So first of all, tell us the title of your book and what is it about? The word no. It is the title of the book. (laughs) And it's no period stating that no is a complete sentence. And I remembered that. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the most powerful and purposeful words that I have used to help me get clear about my purpose, to help me stay focused on my purpose, because there's a lot of distractions in the world right now. That's for sure. (laughs) But if you're clear and focused on your purpose and you say no to everything that is not in alignment with your assignment, then you will fulfill your purpose. And so the book is really a step by step guide that helps people discover clarity Mm -hmm. and then discover their power and then embrace the power of their no. Wow. I love it. I love it. So how long did it take you to write the book? The book itself, I started in March and I was done right around August. So right around this time last year. So my mom's birthday is August 1st. And since she passed each year, I endeavored to do something that is meaningful to honor her legacy. And so this year was my gift of no that I got to share with the world on her birthday. That is incredible. So here's a question that I ask of every author that comes on the show. So what was the good, the bad, and the ugly about writing and publishing your book? The good was that it was a solution, that I had an opportunity to share with people. I tell everyone that asks me about the journey, I'm on a mission to normalize, no. The bad (laughs) is that it's still a shock if you say no to some people. Mm -hmm. It's like, how dare you? But the reality of it is that when you say no 
to one thing or one person, it gives you the ability to say yes to more of living in your purpose, pursuing your dreams and your goals. And so when I say I want to normalize, no, I want to normalize it to the point that people are not shocked when you say no for the sake of your mental health Mm -hmm. or for the sake of fulfilling your purpose, because we're still at a time where if you look at the case with um, Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, when they said no and withdrew from these competitions for the sake of their mental health, it was like shocking and newsmaking. But if we normalize saying no, then it wouldn't be as shocking. So that's my answer to that question. <laughs> well, you kind of answered the question. I actually wanted to talk more about the your process of writing the book. So the process was literally, I used my phone. So I spoke most of it into my phone mm-hmm. because I had so many questions in my mind, like that I was internally processing. And so I started with speaking into my phone. That document became the basis or the foundation, if you will, for the book. And of course, I emailed all of that content. And then I structured the book into lessons Mm -hmm. as opposed to chapters, because normally books are chapters. But it was like, but what if these are life lessons that if we took one of the 12 it could tremendously transform your life. So that was the structure. I did it as lesson. So what was the hardest part about writing and publishing the book? Like, did you come against any obstacles? Was there anything that happened that we, you were really kind of like, you know, I, I found almost everyone has that one point during the, the journey where, you know, they're frustrated. It, it's hard. It's, you know, you, you want to quit, but you don't. <laughs> Right. Because a lot of our audience is thinking about writing a book. And so I want to give a realistic view of the fact that, yeah, sometimes things don't go well, but you still got it done. (laughs) Still got to get it done. So the writing part for me came as natural as breathing. The hard part was that my husband was diagnosed with COVID in the midst of me completing what I had started. Yes. And so to have a firsthand witness of what was news around the world it was traumatizing in that I had not ever seen him that sick in life it was traumatizing because the hospitals were so full it was not really safe to go to the hospital where you would normally go to be treated it was traumatizing in that it was so many symptoms at one time that At one point, it was like, is this really happening? And so it made me really, really firm in saying, I'm going to stop everything that I was doing and focus solely on his healing Mm -hmm. and our next phase in living an even more purposeful life. And so when I tell you I lived this word, no. So I guess that might be the hard part that sometimes when you start out doing something, there's this test to see if you really mean what you really said. So so, (laughs) I had to live no on a daily basis. Like, no, my husband is not, he's not dying. Yes, he's going to live. Like my no and my yes, they were as different as night and day. 
they were clear and I had to reaffirm myself every day what I was saying no to and the fact that we were saying yes to life and yes to healing and yes to peace and yes to seeing this process through and yes to living all of our dreams and goals and yes to continuing to write to be the light in the world. So that would be my challenge that the writing was as easy as breathing, but living what I had written about and what I had spoken was the challenge. It's like, are you really going to live that? And the answer is yes, that I was firm in my no. Yeah. I had the opportunity to interview Ona Brown and work with her on one of her books and um, her chapter, one of the chapters we did for her was about, you know, uh, when her dad got cancer and what they went through. And she had to learn the power of the word no. Because, you know, here's her dad. He's massively sick with cancer. And yet people were still asking things of him all the time. And, you know, finally, she just sequestered him. And, you know, the the answer to everything was no. You know, my dad needs time, right? And people were still coming. And so she became the gatekeeper. And the answer was no. You know, now there was a, there was a few people because Jim Rohn called her and uh, she let him talk to her dad because he didn't want anything from Les. He just wanted to tell Les that this man was going to live. Right. And, and so, you know, I, I so appreciate you writing this book about the power of the word no. So how can people if they've heard this and they want to connect with you, if they want to get your book, how can they get their book and, you know, connect more with you about what you do? I am on all social media outlets as T Speaker Author. It's on screen. The website is on screen, AbundantLP1.com. And the book is on Amazon, so it's available. And I've been speaking to everyone who invites me for interviews because I am really on a mission to normalize this word no, because when we do, lives will be transformed. And so that's how you can reach me, T-Speaker Author on social media, website, AbundantLP1.com. And the book is on Amazon. Thank you so much for asking. You're so welcome. Well, thank you so much for coming back and giving us an update and sharing with us your new book. This has been Tavetta Patterson and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you on the very next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book, at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in 
and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.